Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand the ghost of a chance? All right, we're live after a uh, poor test run where we actually weren't live and recording. Uh, we are here on the From the Bleachers podcast. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the Bleeding Green Nation Radio Podcast Network. I'm doing a special show today. Uh, you guys have been following me this offseason. I've been doing a lot of live videos, and I've been putting up on YouTube, recording my podcast that's going on, giving that emotive feeling, uh, the fan perspective, as we've been talking about all things Eagle this offseason, from Doug Peterson getting fired to Jalen Hurts to the draft that's upcoming this month, our first podcast in May. I did a live mock draft going through some picks uh, earlier in the offseason, but now I'm doing something different today. I'm doing a live stream currently on YouTube through the great app StreamYard. What I'm doing here now is this will be up on the BGN feed. I'm sure you're listening there, but we, this will also be posted if you want to look at it later on on our YouTube channel, Bleeding Green Nation. Uh, the link to that YouTube channel will be in the podcast description, but I am joined here. We're doing a guest mock draft here, seven rounds, all for the birds here. My two boys, Ryan and Big Oil. Guys, Thank you for coming on. It's it's been a couple of minutes since the last time we started this. Third time's a charm, baby. It's Let's rock great and roll. To talk to you, man. Yeah. Yeah, and we had a little connection show. issues, and then we had the issue where the thing wasn't being recorded. So, like, we're in prime for, form. I know Ryan's a couple in. Steph's crushing yeah. some. If some Rashawn Bud Slater is the top player on the board, you can blame oh, that on no. Seamus. Just put <laughs> that out there. Me and Big Oilers are free. We're safe. The, so for for <laughs> since you're not uh, seeing what happened before, because I wasn't recording it on Streamyard, uh, the issue was that uh, we had a, we had a situation where both Jalen Waddle and Devonta Smith were off the board. Devonta Smith went number eleven to the Giants. Sean Slater went number 10 to the Dallas Cowboys and Patrick Sertain the second was sitting there and we grabbed him at uh, 11 or 12 I should say before going on but at that point we didn't get to the second round because I realized what had happened so we're going to kind of skip the pregame speech we gave last time talking about how our philosophies we're in, we value getting some secondary starters early on maybe want to double or triple dip in our secondary players especially with those three three day two selection. So we're going to get right after this. I'm sharing my screen. If you're, again, if you're listening, I'm going to be reading off some of the picks that have been done, some players that are available. But if you want the full experience, again, check us out on YouTube where I'm sharing my screen as we're doing this here using the great, the draft network, home of the awesome from Bleeding Green Nation and BGN Radio, Benjamin Solak. Make sure to sign up for their premium account. You can obviously get additional profiles of all the players in the draft. Big, uh, you know, Ben Solak heads right here. You could also, they have a free mock draft. Uh, machine out that you're able to use but an even better version is their premium version where you're allowed to make trades do all these different moves it's really fun and during this draft we're certainly going to make a couple trades to keep things interesting here but if you're watching on screen let's go going to click on the eagles for our mock draft choice full seven round mock draft go up to the fast speed uh, make things a little bit more breezy for us all and hit the start draft and we ready, fellas? We ready for Rashawn Slater to be there at number 12? Oh, yeah. All right. DP, Let's DPA, go. Rashawn Slater. I need the first four to be quarterbacks. That's what I need here. Let's see what's up. All right. Well, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Oh. Wow. We got right. an interesting one here. Right, we have a couple trade offers. Who did one the uh, Giants England. take? Oh, actually moving back. Uh, no, not for a fourth, but yeah, I, I, gotta, I think I think we should yeah. – uh, I'm going to go down so people can see all of our picks, but just they hit us with a couple of trades. We can hit counter offers. We can see what players are available. Yeah. We got hit with three trades. 
which was uh, from New England, number 15, uh, and number 139, which is a three-rounder for pick 12. We also got hit with uh, from Chicago, picks 20, 83, 228 for 12. And then from Jacksonville, yeah, just hit the climb 25 and 45 for 12. Get out of here. I'm going to do the counteroffer for the uh, Patriots one. That is a little intriguing, and maybe there's something to work with here. That's about as far back. I don't. We don't know who's on. The, I, I think that the Giants might have taken. Okay. So oh, see, okay. <laughs> okay. No, if, so, the, if the Patriots are moving up for Justin Fields, we better like own them for something. the next. Like we, I let's want Belichick's house. I would. Okay. So hypothetically, we move back. So just here. so for so people listening here, so the board fell. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, New York, Zach Wilson, San Francisco, Mac Jones, Atlanta, Trey Lance, Cincinnati, Jamar Chase, Miami, Jalen Waddell, Detroit, Penny Sewell, Carolina, and the aftermath of the Sam Darnold trade, Kyle Pitts, Denver, Denver, Micah Parsons, Dallas, Rashawn Slater, and the New York football giants, Devonta Smith. So that leaves I mean, us here. You guys People know who the number for the one Eagles. player on my board is. So yeah, Justin Fields, Patrick Sertain, Jason Horn. Christian Darrisaw. I don't think it's realistic that the Eagles will, that Fields will be here. I also don't think it's realistic that the Eagles would even take him if here. I think this is a situation where the Eagles could, and if Fields is there, probably should trade out and get a couple picks down. I think you want to try to make a bargain here with New England. Listen, I'm down to okay. So we have to look. We have to look, right? Yeah. Fields is going to go, so that means there would be three more pick, or there would be three more picks. You're risking. I don't want to be in a spot where Darisaw is like the the best player. Yeah, and to to me, I think if we if we're moving back to fifteen here, and I mean, look, I've been wrong before. It probably will happen again at some point. But if we're moving back to fifteen here, I feel like it's safe to say Fields goes at twelve, and then right. the Chargers and Vikings both do not have good offensive lines. I feel fairly confident one of them is going to Chargers take specifically. I feel like fairly confident one of them will take at least one of them will take an offensive lineman there. And one of Sertan and Horn will be on the board at 15. I could be wrong, but like that's my read of how the next couple picks will shake out. Now, this is one of those things, like you were saying, Seamus, it's not realistic that the Eagles take fields here. But like if you're if we're running this right, and if we're running this, how would Ryan, Seamus, and Big Oil run? (laughs) Right. Justin Fields is is probably the pick here, no trade down or anything like that. But if we're talking about how Howie Roseman's going to run the draft, then yeah, I think another trade down here is definitely a, a realistic possibility. We got we got to get more than that fourth than that BS fourth that they offered though. But let's do yeah, let's third and throw like another fourth in there too. Let's uh, let's like let's see what's going on here. here. I'm not let's okay. Let's try to get let's try to get forty six and give up a seventh rounder. Yeah, this is like uh, for anyone who's listening there out there go. or this is watching my... on YouTube. We're, we're, <laughs> on the, we're on the we're on the page, just kind of like we're n- negotiations uh, one hundred and one yeah. in a business class you right just, now. Like, right. Throw yeah, wait until yeah, see, throw like one hundred and fifty in there. Yeah, that and then oh, they'll definitely do it for one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I mean, I think we can yes, get away I, with. I feel like that's not enough. Right. Yeah, that's uh, listen. They're getting the quarterback of the future. Lock it in one hundred and eighty nine. And then, yeah, just send them the one with 189. They're getting – listen, go. come on. Let's do it. Send it in. Send the off. Let me try with get, the seventh rounder throw. This is get how – yeah, for anyone, I, if we for don't anyone get who doesn't, I'm going to shameless plug the, the draft network. And, again, we're, we're like 40 minutes – we're like 45 minutes into this, so I'm like definitely 
a few more beers in than I was intending to be. Shameless plug for shameless plug for the draft network. It, listen, it's thirty bucks for the whole year, endless, and it and it would go into next year's draft cycle too. You need the you need the trades. You need, you need to be like the this is this is how it's done here. All right, so we're gonna hit them with one with twelve and one eighty nine for fifteen and forty six. We're down for this. That sounds fantastic. And Darius, listen, the Chargers better take the Chargers offensive line has been dog water for four hundred years. They gotta take a Darius all. That's all I'm saying. All right, lock it in, baby. And this is about as far down as I would be willing to like trade down. Oh, and see, and when we run to the podium for Horn, it seems like. Yes. So I'm just going to decline all of this because we want. Yeah. Oh, we JC Horn was taken. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. We pulled a Howie. We we outsmarted ourselves. Oh, my God. Howie. See, this is. Oh, listen. No. Oh, no. All right. So, see, now, so, see, now, to me, now you trade back again and get more. I trade down again. <laughs> yeah, we, or, or we pulled a Howie. Oh man, maybe oh, I was drunk. Oh again. my god, what is it, dude? Oh my goodness, I'm down horrendous right now. Oh no, we we messed up big time. <laughs> we, right. And, and so, for, for the record, this is, I want this is why you do this. This is why you. Yeah, we just yeah. This is and we're also down for, absolutely horrendous. For the record, in attempt one, Patrick Sertan is holding up. Yeah, it was on the board at 12. The it's as Take my word for it. There's no video evidence, but trust me. Do you want to, to move me, down to move 20 back again? Yeah, hit the, hit, the trade, hit the trade thing again and move down a couple more picks, honestly. Oh, wait. It doesn't bring up the previous ones? But, I mean, we know. I think Miami was yeah. one of the teams that offered in addition to the Bears. Yeah, move down. Yeah, see if you can grab, like, probably not 52, but see if you can grab 83. Let's do 20 and 52 for 15 and 240. I'm pretty sure they're going to take it. Yeah. It's crazy how much big oil knows ball. Yeah. Send them that. Send them 225. So we're sending them 15 and 240 for 20 and 52. This is also great. Listen, like when you're, when you're Ben Solak and you like know the guys who are around in 240, like, it you know maybe that, that we we're like the three blind mice when it comes when it's like after like the fourth round I I'm, I feel confident in saying that we're gonna own day two of the draft yeah day two is listen all right do, uh, we're not trading back anymore I'm not trying to get yeah, guys I'm out of here and I, all right I so think we got Trayvon Morig or we yeah. gonna do or Bateman. it's either of those one of those two. two well what are we thinking do we want do we think that uh, a different wide receiver is going to be available there at 37. I like, the day two, I like the day two wide receivers a lot more than I do the day two. Like, I think that Morig is head and shoulders the best safety in the class. I yes. do, I do, yeah. I mean, that's what I would do, but it's and up I, to you. I, 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 like I, like I like a Jamar Johnson, but yeah, and we have several. Uh, yeah, you, you get a little ammo, maybe up a little bit. I think you go Morig, and then yeah, I agree. I think Lock it in. Lock it in. Uh, the next Jenkins, Trevon Morig. Right. Oh man, that would be. And we've had historically a great track record of TCU first round picks, so this will yeah, just add I mean, to the it's lineage. absolutely flawless. So I mean, how could it go wrong? So Trevon Morig had worn seven in college. What if the defensive back rule the oh, uniform change need rules? To make that. Okay, so we're up at 37. Just made a quick note. So one of our 
I'm not, I don't think we need to start trading back yeah, more. Here. We need to load up on talent here. Yeah, that just that just grab guys. So I'm going to just close out all these offers here because I want to take the best receiver on the board here is what I think we should do. I, I like an Elijah Moore, my boy. Ah, it's, it's, was... It stinks that uh, Kadarius Tony yeah. had gone at 33. He's a guy we're going to fall. 31, uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU. Went to Kansas City. Those Marshall. are two guys. Um, so we think an, an Elijah Moore as kind of our our slot juice guy. I think that yeah, I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a fan of his. I like Rondell, but I I don't like Rondell as much as uh, I God. like Elijah Moore. My my question is is I know there's been some rumors. I think Adam Kaplan said it on the Inside the Birds podcast recently, which I don't I didn't listen to it. I just saw it aggregated on Twitter. So if it's wrong, don't I'm not going to be held accountable. But my understanding is that there's been talks that Rager is going to be primarily in the slot this year for the Eagles. And I don't like, care. Get him out of here. Send him the, well, I, one TCU guy, Max. So Rager's gone. I love Elijah Moore. I just think he's a slot, primarily a slot guy. And I, I think if, if Howie Roseman's making this pick, he runs to the podium for Christian Barmore. Well, um, Howie Roseman is not taking this pick, making this that's, pick. So I am right to my boy up. Go on. We could wait till 46 to grab a wide receiver. There's a chance Rondale Moore falls there. There's also a chance, like as a backup, we could get Diami Brown, Ryan's guy from North mm, Carolina there at 46. So if there's another player we'd wanted to go here, whether it's Christian Barrymore, I don't like Zayvon Collins as a pick here. He's not the type of you know three-down cover linebacker that the Eagles probably need to help transform their defense. We do have Trevon Morig there. And there really is there a cornerback we would really love here? My boy, I will say. So Ben Solak is like my number one guy. I actually like Kelvin Joseph a little bit more than Asante Samuel Jr., but he might be there at 46. I will say it. So Ben Solak is my number one draft guy. And then my number two is the PFF uh, two-for-one drafts podcast. And uh, my boy PFF, he's not really my boy. He's my boy because I said he's my boy. Let's take it easy on plugging the other podcast here. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. He no, likes okay, Elijah Moore no, no, no. as like uh like he thinks he can win outside for sh- like okay like for sure I I look. all right well so I like Ryan's, taking Elijah Moore here he knows then, a lot more than I do and then Ryan's, corner at forty six agreed Ryan's secondhand um uh, regurgitation of that scouting report on Elijah Moore has sold me completely lock it that in that sounds good oh my there God, we, we go fifty two too we we have we have a lot of picks we have a lot of picks so. Calvin Joseph just went to the Cowboys. Oh, that's annoying. So, would Asante Samuel be there at 52, you think? Asante Samuel Jr., that is? I mean. There's a chance. I mean, you got to look back at round one. Who did the who did the Cardinals take? Because we know the Chargers took a corner in round one. Yeah, thanks a lot. So. Cardinals took Najee Harris. Very donkey move. So, Cardinals need a corner in round two. The fake, the fake sharp himself, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I say we play it safe and just get the cornerback we want. We need to start a cornerback on the outside. I Six. agree. All right, let's throw it in there. Sante Samuel Jr., welcome to Philadelphia. Love that. All right, let's see the board here. I like a Gregory Rousseau here. I. 
I actually Especially really now like that, that a lot. Yeah, now now feels like a fantastic time to take Gregory Russo. Especially now that I see Jabril Cox is off the board here at 51, right? One pick before Jesus us. And boy. obviously, I mean, not obviously, uh, but Jamin Davis went, I think, in round one of this mock. So uh, yeah, there's not, not a- He never falls to the Eagles in round two, Jamin Davis from Kentucky. He never falls to us, so... So yeah, I'm think, I'm all good with locking in Rousseau. It's an upside play here in round two. And when you have three second rounders, because you you know ball like we do from trading down, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's a gamble worth taking, especially because he can, you know, they're not relying on him to be a 10 sack guy year one with the with the DNs they already have on the roster. Number four edge defender on uh, the draft network. I like him more than they Pretty have good. him here. I think he's a first round talent. Uh he sat out the 2020 season. Uh, as a redshirt freshman in 2019, he had 19 and a half tackles for loss and 15 and a half sacks. He's young for his age. We're recording this on Monday, April 5th. He turned 21 just today. He's young the same way Derek Barnett was when they drafted him. It Lock seems it like in, kind baby. of a Howie pick. I think he's the guy, you know, he has a great picture of him with the turnover chain on, Mr. 305. All right, so we're Lock grabbing him. And we're up at 70 again. Love that for us. Yeah. You want to do 70 to 60? Hit, hit the counter and see who's on the board, yeah. Diami Brown just went, so Ryan doesn't want to. No, that's all right. Game. That's all right. We still got a chance but, uh, to get my boy, uh, JV and Hawkins. We got we got some Ryan guys on the horizon. Paulson and Debo, where's he, what's he What's he look at? It's a little early he's at, for him. Yeah, he's, he's at 84, early. I think, on the – yeah, 90. I, th- I think he's someone we targeted at 84. That sounds about right. Would you want to just – I think we just keep this pick now and just, just go on. Yeah, I don't like yeah. any of these guys more than like uh, – And I, I like Jevin Holland enough, but we already drafted right. Murray and with, with Murray, yeah. All right, so I will say gonna... it's interesting. Like I'm – obviously I, we all think Morig is the best safety in the class. Like uh, Dane Brugler from The Athletic who I think is um, – I mean he knows his stuff pretty well. He's I know he's got – Richie Grant is the the best safety in the class, which is such a isn't a he like twenty four or something like that? The yeah, get, senior. Get, get that guy out of here. No, <laughs> but yeah, but I, I know that Morig is not. Uh, yeah, two star recruit, twenty four years old. Like you know, send that guy out of here. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge. That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. 
And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I have two thoughts here at 70. One is linebacker. I really like Chaz Surratt from North Carolina. Converted cornerback, super athletic, because a three-down player from day one had, you know, started, I think, seven games in his career at quarterback for the Tar Heels, but, you know, combined for over 200 tackles uh, his last two years playing for North Carolina, you know, had, I think, like six and a half sacks or something like that, too. Uh, Seems like, you know, the exact type of linebacker you want in 2021. So I would either say him or potentially trying to double up on receiver here. That's not, that's more of a luxury type thing with a Jawain Eskridge from Western Michigan. I like, but I'm leaning towards linebacker here. I like the, I like the Surratt pick. I don't love those that like this next group of receivers until like in a Monroe St. Brown, like not a big, uh, I'm not as big on those. This, guys. T th- this tier three doesn't like, doesn't have yeah. juice for me. I like two, two, uh, but staff, he's or like, big oil. I was gonna say I'm I'm I think maybe higher on Tylen Wallace a little bit than you guys are, but and he's the only one out of that group that I would probably consider here. Um, I think Eskridge is you know similar to what I was saying with Elijah Moore. Eskridge is, seems like a slot gadget guy, like, and that's not as much of a fit of what we need for our offense. Um, Especially you know, we just I, got Elijah Moore and we already have Rego, yeah, right? Right. Agreed. So I think if we're drafting a receiver there, it's got to be someone who can play on the outside. I like Surratt and the athleticism for sure is appealing. You know, like you said, former quarterback, you don't go from there to linebacker without retaining some of that athleticism. I just worry that he's like the same thing we were talking about with Richie Grant. Chaz Surratt's like so old. Oh my God, he's like 23 or 24 years I don't old. Mind well that as much for line. I don't mind that as much for like like a guy that you want as like a day one starter. Like we're That's not fair. picking Chaz Surratt because we think he's going to be like Fred, uh, like Fred, uh, what's his name? Fred Werner. That, yeah, from uh, San Francisco. Yeah. From, San, from, from San Francisco. We're not paying. You just want a guy who's a, you want a three year. We, we want here. a guy who's not like, uh, like who's we want that we basically the opposite like, of Davion Taylor. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Like, I couldn't think of his name, but yeah. <laughs> even though he's a converted quarterback, he's not a project. He's not a developmental pick. He's a starter day one for the next three years. I think that's that's a that's a simple move right there. And this does also let Howie continue to think that he's smarter than other people because he's drafting a former QB to play <laughs> linebacker. So yes, this, yes. in so many ways, this is an Eagles pick right here. Let's let's take Chaz Surratt. Chaz, I like it. With two Zs. Total Chaz move. Okay. Uh, I don't like trading future picks in this, so I'm not going to get. No, it, it doesn't. It's not fair, and that I'll just trade my whole draft for next year in this simulation and. I feel like we're going to get Ryan's guy here. Oh, man. So we have, so the, we're gonna, uh, for people wondering, we're going to go, uh, it looks like we're probably going to go cornerback again out to the Stanford Paulson Adebo, cornerback from Stanford. Ryan, very, very high on this guy. We already got one new cornerback in Asante Samuel Jr. We have Darius Slay there on the outside, but the team is basically nothing at cornerback. I think having multiple shots at cornerback here, seeing if one of those guys sticks, maybe one can be a day one starter, maybe one can replace Slay down the road, maybe one can play in the slot this year. I think that's the move right here. If you're getting two of these guys on day two, especially with all these day two picks we do have, I'm all in favor for it. 
Love the instincts, love the ball skills, love just love the pick, love the pick, baby. Ball, ball also, skills like are number one. Who, yeah, absolutely. That's number one thing when you, uh, for for YouTube scouts. That's like uh, you know I can I can confirm that. And also, listen, a guy who sat out because of COVID that shows me you know got a, got a good head on his shoulders. You know what I'm saying? I like that. You know, I like that football IQ. You know. Yeah, I think. Uh... Schematic versatility, like love and life right here. That's my guy. Yeah, and the other thing too is be the outside starter opposite Slay, and then maybe like Asante could be the slot guy as as a as a rookie and take things from there. And maybe Asante then in a year or two uh, takes over for Slay. And this is how you have to draft in the secondary, like you know what I mean. Take shots on guys, like you know, like you know, multiple guys. You you never know who's gonna. Hopefully, you know, but you don't want to, like I said, be too confident in your evaluations and go on, go on stuff. I'm just rambling. Here. No, I, I was just going to say, and the, to me, the final point in Adebo's favor there at 84 is that I can't remember another Eagle uh, that's been drafted from Stanford since Zach Ertz. So they've just, same thing as TCU and other great strong talent. Would we potentially want to trade up? We do have a ton of picks here later on in the draft. We already have selected one, two, three, four, five, six players, and we're only in the fourth round. Do you want to consolidate and get up to 108 here from 123? The trade so, we're being offered from Atlanta is 108 for 123 and 225. So what do we see need? We don't have any You know, that's that's what I would say first. Also, the other like the reason I love Deontay I'm, Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. He's a guy that he's a guy that everyone knows. He's uh, interior <laughs> offensive line is. Uh, yeah, I mean, he yeah. just like he was the guy in the national championship no, game he, that looked he like was, the uh, biggest guy on the field. That sounds fantastic. He's he's one hundred and eight. He's right. He's the second IOL available. Oh, okay, yeah, let's go. Yeah, he's like he's the the dude who had like the fourteen knee braces on. He's <laughs> like. Just, I mean, I love the vibes. I don't know. Like, if I'm going to have, like, a guard-only interior lineman, like, I want it to be a massive mauler. Like I Deontay want him to be, Brown. like, the meanest MF. Just learn under Brandon right. Brooks for a year and then yes. – and then... and then, especially if, if you've got Sayamalo potentially kicking inside as the long-term mm-hmm. center when Kelsey leaves. Like, look, between Brooks or, or Kelsey, you're going to need to replace an interior lineman, I would say – Sooner rather year. than later, probably within the next two years at most. So I like um, it. Stout, Stoutland loves his Bama boys. We that's love, right. Listen, Big Oil. Listen, it's 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 hard to know like offensive line play like at a higher. It's like Brandon Thorne and like Big Oil are like the two offensive line guys I go to. You know, that's that's right. always been the book on me for as that's long as right. people have known me. I'm a, an offensive line guru. So then I you go back to trade and, I should, and but just see if they'll take it for two forty instead of two twenty. I was gonna you know, say that's uh, like with, Ryan, I, Ryan knows Ryan knows how the draft network counter offers. Oh, oh my nice. god, what is this? Oh. Fifteen picks. Come on. I mean, who cares? We have two twenty four as well. That's fine. So for just Bye. for our future picks, we have one twenty three. We're getting up to one oh eight, and we'll also have one fifty and then two a uh, pick and round six and round seven. That feels good to me. So we'll have this, yep. we'll have 150, and we'll get two late-round flyers. Sounds good. Lock it in. Great. They better accept it. They offered it to us. Yeah, right, I actually like it. Next, before we like, get there, what are you thinking about the uh, – Running back. A little a little running back with some juice to take care uh, 
take over for Boston Scott. I can see that. Hawkins or uh, Hawkins my, or listen, we come through with a Davo and JV and Hawkins. I'm going to be feeling real. I'm not trying to trade up for any of these picks at this point. No, just no, 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 I agree. Number, you know? And I want those two lottery picks at the in, in the sixth and seventh round. I think you go like receiver and edge developmental edge guy. Yep. Although I I'm a little less inclined for developmental edge guy now that we have Rousseau. That's totally because oh, he's kind of yeah. I don't know if it's a guy you try to stick on the practice squad for a year or two. So let me let me ask you guys. I know JV and Hawkins is our guy. What do, what are your guys that. think? What do you guys think about Kylan Hill and Chuba Hubbard? I like Chuba, I like Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. I, don't, yeah. I would be fine with any of these. Like. I would be fine with any of these guys. I like See, I, a think- run- I will say I like a running back if we're picking like a you know day you know be up well obviously we're not picking like a day one or day two running back but I like a guy with less miles on his uh, like on his tires I guess I would say yeah, yeah Javen um, Hawkins has 420 touches in his college career from like, scrimmage and like he scored 17 touchdowns like that's <laughs> and. But Hubbard, I would be fine Hubbard with any of these guys. I'll, I'll defer to, to you two. Well, do we want someone who's a little bit better as a pass catcher? Because I think we're – at least I am weary that Miles Sanders can be consistent threat in the passing game. I think Hubbard doesn't really offer any upside there. I think he's – I get some shades of DeMarco Murray for him, and I'm definitely talking about Dallas era DeMarco Murray rather than the loser we saw in Philadelphia. So I am more in favor of Hawkins here, but – uh, I could be talked into Hubbard here if, if one of you I'm feels more strongly about it. I'm fine I like with, Hawkins. Yeah, I'm fine with either one. I guess the 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 devil's advocate argument I would make to that one is that I think that Miles Sanders' pass catching struggles last year were much more the result of Wentz being the worst quarterback. Quarterback who couldn't throw a five yard pass. Yeah, and and I think it was much more that than it was him. And we saw that 2019, he was a legitimate weapon out of the backfield, Sanders was. And even Boston Scott can catch the ball. I know last year was very disappointing for him coming off of like uh, a great he's got he's got the skill set to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe we go off script and head Hubbard then. You know, we've we've been a Hawkins guy, but I think he's more of a pure runner than Hawkins. Right, and that's is. that's my my thinking is that if you're building a backfield where you already have Sanders, <laughs> excuse me, Jesus, um, if you already have Sanders and Scott in the backfield, and I'm not saying we need to be drafting with the you know the expectation that Boston Scott is a part of the long term future, but like I mean, he's going to be here in 2021, you know, you right? And that, Hubbard you know. to me fits like fits a better role in a committee that has Sanders and Scott already than Hawkins does. Like to me, if JV and Hawkins gets drafted, I'm cool with that. But like Boston Scott should be prepared, prepared to find a new place to work and live in, you know, in the fall. Cause like, I think, I think like JV Hawkins is going to be here. <laughs> Philly, Philly area legend from That's here. Right. I, I love I, that take. I love that take. I'm going. I'm my votes for Hubbard, but I'm not going to lose any sleep I'm over Javian Hawkins in our you, fake mock. You, you talked me into that. I love that pick. I actually, I'm doing juice levels my, are off the charts for that pick. Wow. I got I, for my newsletter this week, I, I, I'm doing a mock draft on Friday, and I do have the Eagles taking Hubbard, so I would be into this pick. I think it would make sense, and I definitely want the Eagles to take a, a back on day three to fill out this rotation. So, pick 150, Chuba Hubbard, Oklahoma State. Welcome to Philadelphia. Didn't he give uh, Mike Gundy the FU as he did. well? Oh, he did. Yeah, lock, a... lock him in, baby. We should have taken him in the taking him in the third. Yes, he's uh, he good vibes. Good vibes for the locker room. 
So we have what well, our picks are like 226 and like 240 or something along those lines left. So we have so just to go over the picks we have now, we won't be on here too too much longer. Just to go over it, pick coming up here. We have pick 20, Trevon Morig, safety T TCU, pick 37, Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. Pick 46, Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback, Florida State. Pick 52, Gregory Rousseau, edge, Miami, the U. Pick 70, Chaz Surratt, linebacker, North Carolina. Pick 84, Paulson Adebo, cornerback, Stanford. Pick 108, Deontay Brown, interior offensive lineman, guard, Alabama. Pick 150, Chuba Hubbard, running back, Oklahoma State. That takes us we're now back up on pick 224 in the sixth round for the Eagles. I say I like taking a, a developmental receiver here. I think this Mar place Mar is Smith like a, is, is, is my guy. That's this is like a tier, the tier four of the receivers here. I think there is some value to be gained. We can go straight to the receivers for people that are watching on YouTube. If you're listening to this, check it out on YouTube here too. So we have uh, Cornell Powell. And if we're taking shots late in the draft, I do like being on archetypes. We've seen Clemson receivers have a ton of success at the next level. He kind of got buried. Uh, on the team for I think that he was a redshirt senior I believe this past season I can double check here yes redshirt season senior so he didn't play a ton his first four years but I think he did have seven touchdown catches about I think like 53 catches 800 and something yards and seven touchdowns as a senior playing this past year uh, could be something there anyone else have strong feelings about receivers you're got the weight guy Ryan I like the I like I actually like Amir Smith Marset the uh, the Iowa guy there at, at 187 uh speed guy and it's kind of similar to what we liked about what how he did on day three last year with taking shots on you know uh faster guy like you know guy with some speed Your like quiz, took, uh, high how, how high tower and quez i don't feel strongly about these guys <laughs> obviously because i'm just a guy i don't like do this uh also i do want to ask are sage surat and Chaz Surratt, are they related? Just, well, like, now I gotta look the it vibes up. there could be like, I'm just saying. It's definitely a factor in the pick. Yeah. Dude. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. I would, but like I said, like I, I, you know. Oh my God. This is an article from NFL Draft Lounge. The Surratt brothers, the next oh, great man. family. Wow. Oh, my let's God. A, let's, let's get you a know, draft profile. We're really taking ourselves here. seriously if we're picking guys because they're brothers. You know, that's no, how it, it's like the Khan brothers in backyard baseball. If yeah. they're both from the same teams, their stats go up. Yeah, <laughs> this is the, we're the new the new Sedin twins. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I, I love like, this. Yeah, lock it in, baby. Oh. So just to go it's over crazy our, went to ACC rivals, I will say Waken uh, uh, his profile. It looks like he sat out as a junior. I don't know if that's a true junior season in 2020. Let me find out his. We're age cornering junior. the market on guys who did not play in 2020, and I think it's so he looks great like strategy. He, he's redshirted as a freshman. So as a redshirt sophomore in 2019. He had 66 catches for 1,001 yards, 11 touchdowns, good for 15 point yards per catch before sitting out in 2020. I'm in. Yeah, lock it in. The vibes are absolutely immaculate right now. Yeah, man. I'm in two. Two and a half, uh, 215. Record uh, shattering yeah, high like school career as a football and basketball. We Johnson love a guy who sat out, and we we love a uh, a team sat out. 
All right, so Sage Sherat, welcome to Philadelphia. We'll have one more pick. I think it's pick 240. 240, I think. Yep. And I will just say here, I like going with a spot. Uh, I like going with a position that has like a high, uh, like a high hit rate later in the draft, which yeah. I would yeah. I would lean towards the lines here, tackle, uh, like uh, IDL, something like that. Uh, two guys, the three guys that pop up to me here are, you know, based on playing at a, a big school, playing in a, in a major conference, are three offensive tackles here. Royce Newman, who Big Oil uh, picked, and I believe in the guest mock draft he did for my newsletter. If you're listening, that's huge. You love the you love the podcast. You love our Twitter account. Subscribe to my newsletter, patreon.com backslash shameless intro clancy. Royce Norman here. We have Landon Young, offensive tackle from Kentucky, sitting at 6'7, 305. Big boy there. And then I also I'm into uh Cole Van Lennon, uh offensive tackle from Wisconsin. Yeah, I think it's tough to be like no, I a Wisconsin offensive lineman is going to be bad in the NFL because like you you've gone wrong, you know, betting on that to happen in the past. But Can no you just question, call me a defensive lineman, real quick. I don't know, like I I know next to nothing about any of these guys, so I will like defer to Seamus and or I will Taren defer Jackson, to you guys. High, high production guy, Taron Jackson. Do you have an edge if you wanted to go tackle just to like get it? I think I think tackle. I think tackle. And as far as the edge guys, I do like that guy, um, Jonathan Kando a bit. I, I took him in the, the mock. Joshua for, Kando, Joshua. I mean, yeah, I, I, Joshua, not Jonathan. Time. I like him so saying. much. I don't know how to, I don't know what his first name is. <laughs> Josh, uh, Josh, Sweat I like picked him in dress before as well. Jo- Josh Sweat like vibes in the sense. Yeah. That he's like six, he's... seven, 300 five-star recruit in high school. Didn't play a ton at Florida state because of injuries. Like, if you're taking a flyer in round seven, like there are many, many, many worse things to do in round seven. Um, but I agree. We've already got a developmental edge guy here. We can definitely look at offensive tackles for sure. And, you know, I don't have strong feelings on any yeah. of these James, guys. I've got, caught, lock it let's, in. Go, let's go Landon Young, offensive tuckle, tackle Kentucky to round this draft out. Landon Young guy, actually. Well, you didn't we even pick the right guy. Anyway. But it's fine. It's Royce, Royce Newman. Newman. Yeah, so that we always... that I'm a big Royce Newman guy. All good. It took Royce Newman accidentally, and it's all good. At least we didn't do that. I'm surprised it took till then to get a mess up <laughs> pick because I do that all the time. So to that recap here, good. I'll go through our trades. So now I'll just go through our picks overall, just to close things up, and then we'll have some closing thoughts here. Pick 20, Trevon Marig, safety TCU. Pick 37, Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. Pick 46, Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback, Florida State. Pick 52, Gregory Rousseau, edge, Miami. Pick 70, Chad, linebacker, North Carolina, brother of Sage Surratt. Pick 84, Paulson Adebo, cornerback, Stanford. Pick 108, Deontay Brown, interior offensive lineman, guard, Alabama. Pick 150, Shuba Hubbard, running back, Oklahoma State. Pick 224. The brother of Chasserat, Sagerat, wide receiver, Wake Forest. Shout out to Bo Wolf. Pick 240. Offensive tackle, Ole Miss, Royce Newman, rounding it out for the Eagles. And to give, we did how many trades? One, two, three trades here. And the, we did two first-round trades. We traded the pick, pick 12, first-round pick, and pick 189 to New England to get in return pick 15 and pick 46. So the Patriots selected Justin Fields with the 12th pick. And they also selected, geez, I'm going to butcher this guy's name, 
Diamadori Lenore, cornerback Lenoir, of Oregon. Lenoir. 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 I don't know. I was just, I was just kidding, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I was like, damn, you watch, you're doing the hell. You're, watching, you're staying up late watching a lot of Pac-12 football. That's right. Ryan just like Howie. Yeah. Ryan and Howie got, have the Pac-12 group chat. So the Eagles got a, a pick 15, which we traded again, and we got pick 46, which we used on Asante Samuel Jr. Our second trade also in the first round was the 15th pick, which – the Bears used on Elijah Vera Tucker, the who's uh, played both inside and outside on the offensive line at USC. Classic and, Bears trading up for an interior offensive line. Yeah. Could that be like I swear the like the draft network has like like they just have like Ryan Pace as like a donkey. Like they just have him marked, like we gotta trade up for this. Like this Ryan guard, Pace oh just, my god. And there's the crazy part is you know. You know, Ryan Pace thinks he saved his job with that. Yeah, like, listen, the, uh, no, we're going to protect no Andy Dalton. Up the middle. We're going to open holes for David Montgomery. Andy Dalton is going to connect to Darnell Mooney deep down the field. That's right. And he's ready to conv- compete for an NFC North title. Ryan Pace right. is on the ball. So we got in return pick 20, which we used on Trevon Morick, and pick 52, which we lo- used on Gregory Rousseau. Great trade there. Love that. Love that. And our so final much. trade, we gave – to Atlanta pick 123 and pick 125, which they used on Trill Williams, cornerback Syracuse, and Forrest and Merrill. Interior they definitely got us in the name State. department there, I will say. Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. they Deontay Brown's the, got some juice. Deontay Brown is strong, but Trill Williams and Forrest Merrill, like they, you know, they got us there in the name department. But I'll, Trill I, Williams, I trust, great I cornerback trust the oil. Deontay Brown uh, is a great, amazing. like, big mauler guard name. That's Just, right, like, He's yeah. going to incite fear into you. That's our trip. I'm going to save it on here so we can look at it in the future from the bleachers. And if we're just looking back on our trades now that the draft is over with hindsight, I would say I think the second trade down in the first round was a great move given what was on the board and what we got in value. And we really did uh, not think that that was going to happen. I, I agree. Right. I agree. And that's what I was, I was getting to like, if, if I could do it over again, we would, I don't, and I think you guys would agree. We would not trade down from 12 just because I didn't expect both of Sertan and Horn to go in that two pick span after fields. And I think if things unfolded this way on draft night, would I be happy with Moerig? Yeah, for sure. But like, I would hold Howie Howie Roseman to a much higher standard than I'm holding myself and the boys to here in terms of like making moves on draft night. Cause like if Howie came out after the draft and said, Oh, well, you know, we trade down to 15 cause we expected one of the corners to be there. And like, they weren't like, I'd, I'd be right. at the link. I'd right. Exactly. I'd be at the link, like causing a scene in the parking lot and maybe getting taken into police custody. Like it's not an acceptable you know, analysis of the situation if you're actually on the job. But I can't say I'm disappointed with the way things played out right. for us. I think we we day really killed it. Day. That's right. Day two was our day, agreed. And, um, you know, la- it, it's a big change from last year where, like, we were like, holy, like, day two sucked ass. Like, we got, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we traded a backup quarterback <laughs> and uh, a linebacker who's never played football before. <laughs> um, you know, so definitely <laughs> – an upgrade on day two from a day two perspective on, on our draft. Five five day two picks. And I think, you know, there's, there's at least if you say one of the cornerbacks starts, Surratt starts and say Elijah Moore starts just because he's playing a lot of snaps. That's four starters that you're getting on defense, just on, let me see one, two, not just on defense overall on day two of the draft. Um, plus, 
uh, Morig, who's going first and is now your safety of the future, that that lineage from Dawkins to Jenkins to Morig is now set into place. I like the draft. I'm happy it went off script because that makes it for entertaining. We just took, you know, Devonta Smith at, you know, 12 or Patrick Sertain and you take Rashad Bateman or, you know, John Davis at – 30, 37. It's it's a little formulaic, and we went this went a little awry. It didn't go exactly maybe we wanted or how we expected. That's what made it a little fun and enjoyable thing for sure. And I was just gonna say, like uh, we talk about, uh, give my final thoughts. Like we talked about that trade that we uh, made going from twelve to fifteen. We were we were pretty certain that one of the cornerbacks was gonna be here. Obviously, Big Oil touched on. You know, if Howie said this, it's a little different, right? No, 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 no. That's not what I was saying at all. But, but you look and we added self We added okay. We (laughs) added Asante Samuel Jr. and we added Paulson Adebo. We talk about not being super confident in your evaluations because there is a crapshoot level to this. The chances of one of those two guys being better than J.C. Horn, who we, who we all three of us like, is higher than I would say like the average fan would like would give it credit for that is like one sure. thing i'll say so you're and that is what i uh in, in our in our podcast that was that is is gone to the nether region now i talked about uh you know in the secondary just adding like just devoting resources to the secondary because it will pay off over time you know you keep adding guys and things like uh, and things will uh get better essentially i mean three to three uh Day one and day two picks total on the secondary. That really just completely transformed the trajectory of this defense going forward, especially with Morik as your centerpiece. Like, I'm convincing myself that, like, Morik is is a great guy to have on this team. He's the new Justin Simmons as far as I'm concerned. Yes, yes, I like that. You got a really good crew here. And, I again, I love the, the dynamic we found out of the Surratt brothers, Surratt brothers, <laughs> you, however you, you want to say it. You gotta uh, I got to love that. Uh, he's got to make the team, you know, cut John Hightower out of here. Throw <laughs> Get him out of here. Team. Yeah. Uh, that, well, I like to imagine, too, that, like, it would happen in, in real time the same way, like, the Eagles would draft <laughs> Surratt and then discover that Steve Surratt <laughs> is his brother. Like, they're talking to him after they pick him on day two, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. You guys have a few more picks on day three, and, like, my you know, my brother is a wide receiver, and I heard you guys need <laughs> a couple Dan- of them. The Daniel like, to my Henrik. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think that would be – yeah, it's funny in my mind imagining things playing out that way in real life. That's amazing. Um, do, you th- do you think they would go out of their way to do that? I do. I hope they wouldn't. Yeah. You know, One, we, I, <laughs> I hope they wouldn't. I simultaneously sure. hope they wouldn't and would love if they did it. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, if any other GM besides Howie did it, I would be like, oh, that's sick. Look at it. But, like, if Howie did it, I'd be like, you. Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, don't swear, right. Chunky. Oh, my bad. <laughs> 48, stick- 15. Uh, yeah, you can you can cancel <laughs> me for all of my my. I, I, I have a, I have three marks to. Okay, it. fair enough. I was uh I was thinking of the um, the Gordon Gordon Ramsay meme on Twitter where it's like, oh, okay, you like you're good, yeah. you're good, you donkey, like yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. any mistake Howie Roseman makes is just magnified to a scale of a hundred in my eyes. All right, get us out of here before me and Steph cause you any more uh, editing. Uh, right. editing so to wrap this, this wrapping up here, uh, again, check out the Draft Network. Shout out to Benjamin Solak, all the hard work he's done there and on BGN. 
this offseason. Thank you again to both Ryan and Big Loyal for hopping on here. Uh, be sure to give them a follow on Twitter, uh, at Large Petroleum, and then at Ryan J double underscore. Love that. Okay, and then obviously, listen to this. I hope you follow me. I hope you enjoy my tweets. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sheamus underscore Clancy. You can also follow Instagram that I run at Bleeding Green Insta, bringing you tons of great Eagles content on there, and that it will definitely be ramping up as we get closer to the draft season. Uh, you know, give us a five-star review on Apple, everything like that. Uh, shout out to our new uh, audio producer, Rachel. I haven't had a sh- chance to shout her out on the podcast yet, but thank her for all the great work she's been doing so far with BGN. And we'll continue Word to Rachel. Love that. Go Birds. Uh, don't do do not do too many trade downs, Howie. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Talk to y'all next week. Peace out. Peace out.